Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and we're finally back. It's been a few weeks, Jeff. Um, kind of forgot how to do this. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, we are back i i like it uh, a few uh you know it was nice to get away for a moment lick my wounds or celebrate as it may have been but uh yeah i'm excited to get back into this talk about some fantasy football and talk about uh well football in general with you buddy yeah we'll get we'll do our award show today which is always fun got a bunch of awards but might as well say uh we got owen won our uh, listener league though overall championship so he's gonna have that championship belt sent over to him here Really soon, I just got in touch with him, so he won the whole thing. Let's see here. I'm going to see his roster. He led by Andrew Luck, Saquon Barkley, Jamal Williams he threw in there for that week, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, Ian Thomas had a big week, Damian Williams. A lot of good pickups. He kept going, so yeah, he's the he, he won the whole thing this year. So get the get the nice belt. We'll see what we can do next year for everyone in the listener leagues. But and then I, I wrapped up that Instagram versus Twitter league, which was nice. So... We got that championship for the for the for the podcast. Beat a bunch of good, you know, Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts. So that's always fun. But we might as well get into some awards. End of 2018 or now it's 2019, but got some awards here, Jeff. We'll start off with the big one, most valuable. So I'll give you mine first. All right. See what you think. So there, there actually, I think is there are a few candidates you could have here. There really is. It's not. I could. I could probably name at least three that I think could be picked for this. Maybe even four. But I actually went with Christian McCaffrey as my MVP really? for the year. I did yeah. not see that one coming. All right, sell me on that one. That I mean, well, he, he's very good. Don't get me wrong. But it's just a. Mi- it's a mixture. It's a mixture of where he went in the drafts, which was a lot of times he was going in the third round, and it's a mixture of him going in the third round plus ended end the year as the number three running back in standard and the number two running back in PPR. So in PPR leagues, he beat, he was better than Todd Gurley in PPR leagues. And he was only 0.3 behind Saquon Barkley for PPR to be the number one running back. And then so number three standard. And I just think that combination with where he went in the drafts, I mean, I picked him up. Maybe this is part of the reason I picked him up in that Instagram Twitter league in the third round and won the championship. So maybe that's why I'm picking him as my MVP, but I think it was just a great season, especially how he played down the stretch there for a bit and helped lead teams to championships. So yeah, Christian McCaffrey's my pick. All right. All right. I I like it. He did come on strong. He was a huge, you know, contributor at the end of the year. I totally get it. He was, he was wonderful. He really was. He was a, uh, he was kind of a bright spot to be honest. Like one of the guys that truly stepped up this year. So it was very good to see. So mine, I say, like I said, there's a few candidates, yeah. so I'll see if you have one of them. There really is, <laughs> and I think the one that everyone expects me to pick uh, would be Todd Gurley, which I'm actually not. Um, he, he He's an easy one, right? You, if you say him, I have no issue with it whatsoever. I'm actually against what I usually like to do, but even through the playoffs, how the year ended, and pretty much how much distance he put between himself and the second place, quarterback i have to say patrick mahomes would be my mvp he's he would be he was one of my i was saying three or four guys it would be he'd be the other one he, he does he have yeah and on average and and once again you know this obviously doesn't account for injuries things of that nature but 
even between him and number two, who is Matt Ryan, which is actually very surprising. Um, but at the same time, what was that 4.8 points per game difference between first and second? I mean, if if you look at it, I mean, really, there's only, what was it, 1.2 between Gurley and Barkley? And even, you know, you don't get to 4 point anything until you pretty much get near the uh, uh, almost number nine running back which has also kind of been the unusual, you know, between past years. So Patrick Mahomes, and he showed up in the playoffs. He showed up when you needed him. Uh, actually, he's the biggest reason why the guy that won our league did. I, yeah, because Jay's team it. was kind of crap. It was, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> and he's the reason I, I'm not a champion right now. So, Pretty much. Uh, um, yeah, I have to give it to Mahomes. He, he was phenomenal. I thought at some point he would dip. He really did not. He, he was just tried and true and a huge huge reason why a lot of people won their leagues this year yeah he's he would be right there in my top three him McCaffrey Gurley those were my top three it they're just the best this year and actually I'll say my fourth this one's probably a little different than maybe some but it would have been Devontae Adams actually with how consistent this guy was all year and he went he was a you know drafted a little further down and yet his consistency was unreal. I think I saw the stat. It must have been in PPR leagues. But he never went below 15 points in a game in PPR. Just ridiculous consistency. There was no other player other than quarterback who did what he did consistency-wise. And he kept going throughout the year. So yeah. he would have been up there too. Not quite MVP, but he's definitely worth probably probably my most valuable wide receiver, honestly. Yeah, he, he, he was, was. He was. He was really good. He was very, very good. And you know, just even more so. You say PPR, which that's phenomenal. They, but he only went below ten points in standard one game, and that was Week Four against Buffalo. And he still had eight catches for eighty-one yards. Yeah, and that's still a very solid yeah. game. And he was just—he yeah. was extremely. Can we? When you pull up that stat line, you just look how consistent was that? It is. It was just, incredible. And and really, yeah. if you look at the people that are above him, only two other wide receivers. I'm looking at standard, but there's only two. Yep. That ranked above him. Antonio Brown, who had a down year, right? Yeah, yeah, down year. Uh, 104, 12, 97, and 15. Went touchdowns. insane God. with touchdowns. So that really buoyed him. And then Tyreek Hill, who, even though he did score quite, you know, more points than anyone, and he actually did put a little distance between him and, and second place as well, not average wise near as much, but just overall 247 to 219. He was so up and down. That he will win you weeks, but the, in the playoffs too. I mean, I know you don't know; it's hard to judge it purely on that. But four point one, nine point one. You know, he he was all over the place. So I would rather have Devonte Adams for an entire year than Tyreek Hill. Well, it's I just find it funny how the perception of these. Uh, I've got two players: Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans. The perception of how much better Tyreek Hill seems to be in people's minds for fantasy over Mike Evans. Look at the numbers. It's not much different. 87 catches for Tyreek Hill to 86 for Evans. Evans had 15 to 24 receiving yards to Hill's 14, 79. Just Hill had four more touchdowns. There isn't a huge difference between these two guys, but for some reason, Tyreek Hill's image is so much better. You know, yeah. when it comes to this, which it, he did. I would so much. Yeah, I just, I mean, know. I would, to be honest, I'd rather have Tyreek Hill than Mike Evans, but the numbers are very, very close. And Mike, well, Evans, yeah, I think I would too, but it's just the perception is so much greater for Tyreek right. Hill. There's such a difference, but they're really not. And even, even more so because not many people play week 17. And I know that, you know, if these numbers do factor that in, like him and Evans both had, and this is not, you know, downgrading them, but they both had big weeks, week 17. You know, Tyreek Hill had 23 points, and that's, you know, Devontae Adams 
sat out. You know, Antonio Brown sat out. So, you know, it's it's closer than you think. And there are when you look at these wide receivers, there are some monster seasons put up here. Oh, I mean, just my, my, when you really look at the final numbers, Michael Thomas, 125 catches for 1405 yards. I mean, Juju, look at Juju's numbers, 111 catches, 1426. That's, that's just crazy. Yeah, there's a, I mean, then, oh, first of all, and let me say very, uh, to you, you were absolutely right about Julio Jones about the <laughs> second half of the season. I was wrong. I, I really, did, great. I really did not think he would be able to do this from never catching a touchdown pretty much <laughs> i know that's an overstatement yeah. but you know we make jokes about it and i was like okay like so even if he catches a few the second half of the season there's no way he's going to compete i still think i probably won because antonio brown went nuts yeah but but the fact that he went eight touchdowns for nine games after the bye week oh my gosh it was, i mean he was already a monster before that just yardage alone but he, he really did show out. It was really fun to watch finally him to get in the end zone a lot. Well, enough about good players. How about some bad players here? Oh. We should, we'll talk about who was our least valuable player of the year, basically our bust of the year. So I'll give you mine. It's going to be Rob Gronkowski. Just, it was, he, was, he, was not, he wasn't even really hurt this year. No, he just he was wasn't. bad. He just was bad. And if you drafted him, if he was on your team, you had to draft him too high. And he wasn't any good. He just, he was not good. And he, yeah, just, he, it's, it's, it's Gronk for me. Just a bad season. And he's been good for so long, but I'm, I think it's done. <laughs> Pretty sure it's over for him. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's hard not to pick Gronk because of the injury thing. Cause a lot of other people you can make that excuse for. Cause even like, I'm not going to put Le'Veon Bell up there because he didn't play is it's it, it is what it is. I mean, that's pretty much what it came down to. Otherwise it would be him. I, I agree. It would be Gronk. And, and once again, it, you can, you can name a bunch of different running backs, but all of them got hurt. I can't say Fournette cause he was hurt most of the season. I can't say Delvin cook. I say both of those guys come to mind, but you really can't, the injuries kind of, you know, you, you can't pick them. I mean, other than that, it's, I mean, you could say Jordan Howard, but how high was he really drafted kind right. of a thing? You know? I even wanted to say like Doug Baldwin, but he was hurt so much of the year. Yeah. And so just a guy who played pretty much the whole year and just was not good. It was It's Gronk. And for somebody who should be really, really good, just extremely disappointing. Um, yeah. I just, I don't see it coming back for him because everyone else, like wide receiver wise, if you look at the wide receivers, I'm looking at like our preseason ranks. Those guys showed up to play this year. Pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like our ranks, like we both had Brown number one. Or what? He finished number two. So <laughs> yeah. we had we had DeAndre Hopkins as our number number two, and he was what four, I believe. So they're all up there. Odell, he got hurt too. Julio, we both had up there. Michael Thomas, AJ Green, he got hurt. But Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Tyreek, we had all these guys up in the top. Yeah, I everyone mean, showed up to play. Just to show too. I mean. Gronk, this is how much Gronk fell off to. Gronk finished number 11, so he was outside the top 10 in a year where tight end felt like he was down. O.J. Howard, the guy that I hyped up, I was kind of like, oh, get him late. He missed the last six games and one in the middle of the season, whenever that is. He still finished above Gronk. Okay, so what, Gronk missed like maybe two or three games, but still, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that, still. He should, he should be, there's no way he should have been this bad. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. it's hard to, I mean, really, like, if you look at this, number week one, he went 16.3. You're like, oh, okay, he's going to be him. 
1.5, you're like, great. And then all of a sudden he falls off because he's hurt a little bit, 4.3. And, you know, he he really only had three good games all year. And for a guy that you had to draft as hopefully the number two tight end and maybe the number one, I mean, that's a killer. It really is. Yeah, it really, he, he, he killed teams this year. So, I mean, I guess I was looking at tight end wise. Travis Kelsey could have been actually a candidate for an MVP type, how much better he was than the rest of the guys, but not quite. But he, he a lot of teams won championships with Travis Kelsey, too. Say that. But how about, let's move on. Okay, who? this is an easy one for me. It might be for you, too. Breakout player of the year. So my breakout player of the year was Patrick Mahomes, who was your MVP. So Yeah. Uh, so yeah okay <laughs> i do i do have another uh i do have another yeah. candidate that i have to bring up because mahomes is kind of a you know on a different he, tier. yeah I, yep. I would have to say the breakout player that i absolutely did not see coming that we have to bring up is philip Lindsay. he finished yeah. number 12 as a running back finished on the the ir so he missed the last game but he legitimately was in the mix for a top 10 running back when you hardly knew who he was so that that has to be the biggest out of nowhere breakout. Yeah, Cole, completely. I mean, because I wouldn't even consider like James Conner if it had of him as much of that because no. we kind of knew before the year Bell's not there, James Conner's there. Philip Lindsay was just not expected. No, he he outplayed a running back that a lot of people told you to draft, including I mean, man, I know we mentioned him a ton, Royce Freeman, because we we're like no one else is there. He he just straight up outplayed him, and he he worked his way as a top. Is a very high end RB two, which is wonderful. Yeah, he he was terrific for the year and ended up yeah way up there. He would have been probably ahead of if he had not gotten hurt. He probably finishes the year ahead of David Johnson, which is crazy, <laughs> right? It's insane. He would have been numbered. Yeah, it's crazy. He would have probably ended number ten instead of number twelve. Yeah, and that's that is pretty impressive for a guy that we basically had never heard of. And maybe we might have mentioned him once in the preseason. I don't know if you did or not. I can't remember if we actually said it on the podcast or not. You had picked him up, I think, in a league or talked, you know, yeah, in I, the well, Scott yeah. Fishbowl, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't even know if we mentioned it actually on the show, though, but you made made that yeah, pickup. It, it happened so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. All of a sudden, boom, he's there. Guy's good. So, yeah, he that's a good one for breakout. I mean, I guess another breakout, if we would have picked one, would have been like, I think George Kittle would have been a good player for that. That is, he that ended is a good up one. Be- you know, one of the end of number two tight end for the year. So yeah, I, in P and standard. Yeah. yeah. There's actually, there's a uh, quite a few guys we could really go through, but uh, I, it's hard to say, like, does breakout mean that you think they're going to stay up there? <laughs> I think so. I, I, kind of in a way, okay. I think it should, you know, sort of. Yeah. So it's two guys that I'm not sold on staying there, but I do have to say they had a much better season than I thought they would. Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett. Both of them, they finished 10 and 11 as a wide receiver. Robert Woods had never done that before. I think 30th was the best he ever finished. He's been in the league for six years or so. Uh, That was a huge, you know, that was an impressive jump by him. Well, I say, yes, this is actually, I didn't, this wasn't an official category, but it was going to be performance you don't believe in for 2019. So that's one you don't believe in. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's a good, yeah. I was looking at that and saw Tyler Lockett finished 11th in standard. Yeah. That's a, I don't know if I quite believe that. 100%. 100%. No, I don't, but I mean, it was good to see he finally stayed healthy. For me, the player I don't believe in for next year is James White, based on where he finished. Oh, yeah. I believe, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> he finished, uh, what, 11th on the year? Yeah, I don't believe in that for next year whatsoever. No, and he, yeah, he, f- down the stretch, he struggled as soon as Sony Michelle came back. So, 
What about a guy that do you believe in his end of year performance? Derrick Henry. What is what do you do with Derrick Henry next year? I don't. I mean, the guy, because of the end of his year, which is completely misleading. He finished as the thirteenth best running back. Yeah, because like, he just was insane. He was, for a he was weeks. almost useless. Bef- I mean, until week thirteen. And I've never seen this this before. Th- I've never seen this happen like this. No, but this is exactly why I was higher on him than Deion Lewis because he showed this at the end of last year, and then you got yeah. rid of Demarco Murray. So I have a very hard time coming around to saying, yeah, I, I guarantee this guy will be good because he, he burned us before. Yeah, he had the same exact, uh, you know, situation that he's going to have next year. I mean, uh, I don't know what to do with him. I think that obviously I lean on the yes, but I think he's going to go too highly drafted. Yes, and he, he will. He comes with too much baggage. So that's the yeah. problem. He's the hype is going to be too much. He's going to go way too high, and I, I can't do it. Maybe I miss out on him, but oh man, we've seen what four good weeks in a career right now. <laughs> exactly, it really is that crazy. All right, how about this? Who was would be your bounce back player there? So my bounce back player, the guy who I guess didn't really hadn't been good the year before. We kind of didn't even see it coming. I, I picked I picked Adrian Peterson actually. Um, oh, that's a really good one. Kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't I didn't ex- didn't expect anything from him. Obviously, didn't even know he was gonna be on a team until a couple weeks before the season, and definitely didn't. I mean, he didn't like end the year maybe you know way up there, but he gave you a lot of good weeks during the season, and he got a thousand yards on the year. I didn't I didn't think there was another thousand yard Adrian Peterson season coming. No, and, you know he had a couple down weeks. He wasn't always great, but for the most part, based on where you drafted him and what you got to get him, most likely a free agent actually. A lot of times after drafts. It was good. It was good. Uh, good value. And he had a pretty good season. Yeah, that that's a very good one. Um, it, you don't necessarily for mine the bounce back. It's not that you got a whole lot of uh, yeah, a whole I guess a whole lot of value out of him because he still went relatively high. But I have to give it to Andrew Luck. The fact that his arm was in so much question, he ended as the fourth best quarterback. He, he played wonderfully, and it was after a kind of a rough. You know, start he he the first three weeks you weren't really sure what he was gonna do, and then he really came out throwing. Where after that he he had two weeks that you could throw away, but other than that, I mean, this guy was mid to high twenties every single game. He he was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, he definitely he was um down there. I think in preseason ranks, he wasn't necessarily. <laughs> Up, I don't even know where we. He was probably a, like a. He was the bottom of the top ten because yeah, you knew his. We actually ranked him. We ranked him slightly higher, I think, than the majority. Of yeah, and and people, I mean, rightfully so, they were worried about his arm. I mean, you know, and and at at what point do you kind of you know hedge your bet? We were correct, but at the same time, you know, if it went the other way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, it could have, but at, at quarterback, I didn't really worry. There's not too much. There was no risk with him. Right. So. Didn't didn't feel too bad. All right. So how about we'll get into some far prediction. What was you? What do you think was your best prediction of the year? What would you say is your best call of the year? Ooh, um, my best call. I'm trying to think of the guy that came out of nowhere. I have to think about this one for a moment. Hmm. I was gonna say I, I know my worst one right away, but that, <laughs> you know how like poker players remember their worst beats. That that's what it is. Uh, uh, Juju is definitely up there. I mean, I, 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 I ranked him as a borderline wide receiver one. He ended that way. Um, 
that was a solid one. I know there's definitely a different one. Uh, someone that killed it for me. And I'm trying to figure out who this. Do you have one that you know off the top of your head? My best prediction of the year isn't somebody who killed oh, it. Somebody you went, who sucked. You went Alex Collins, didn't you? It's Alex Collins. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best prediction of the year. I felt really good about that one going into the season. And you know what? It worked out. It did. He he he, he was what I thought he was. Yeah, that is pretty a, much. It, it did. It worked out. That that worked out really well for you. <laughs> yes, it did. I I feel feel pretty good about that one. You know, I'll say that. You know. Let's see, I'm trying to think what what I think some of your best calls would be. Um, you know, I was actually in the preseason. You did have preseason awards of uh, T.Y. Hilton was your bounce back player of the year. Yeah, that was a very yeah, solid one. Yeah, that was I mean, another good one. There. But yeah, that was a good one. Not, you were higher than him on than I was. Yeah, I was, I was so trying to dig another a good li- one. I was trying to dig a little deeper. I mean, no, even sadder. I mean, yep. once again, it's kind of hard because like Mike Williams, we ranked higher, but I feel like the twentieth rank that he finished at wasn't actually what he played up yeah. to all season. Yeah, so that, exactly. That's why I'm kind of trying to like whittle well, through these. Then I think, I mean, Joe Mixon was one we were really high on compared to, I mean, people, some people were given, I don't know, a lot of people were on him, but people, I don't know, second guessed it, but I think we stuck with him. How about Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb was a good one. We stayed on the Nick Chubb bandwagon, the Aaron Jones bandwagon. Yeah, that, that worked we, out for us. I mean, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Jones worked out for the most part. There's like so many injuries that kind of knocked people off that yep. really killed a lot of my my picks. But yep, I think a lot of those are just that maybe the, the the running backs like the Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. We didn't waver on those guys. I remember like our waiver wire episodes early on; they weren't playing at all, but yet they showed up on our waiver wire every week. We kept bringing them up, telling people to pick these guys up, pick these right. guys up. It, it was, they finally did it. It was more besides for one player that I'm, I know we'll bring up in a moment. I, I think really this year what really did it for me was I, I didn't miss. And, and it sounds really dumb, and I get that. But at the same time, like anyone that you ranked up there, like we talked about, hey, like feel free to take Gurley number one. He performed. McCaffrey, Elvin Kamara, Saquon hit. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of one of those where you just didn't elevate anyone that didn't deserve to be up there. Um, I know I'm going to find one, but we can we can blow by that. I have to figure out which one I'm most proud of. Well, what's your what was your worst prediction of the year? Oh, it was by far <laughs> it was so bad. Chris Hogan, yeah, Chris Hogan. So he finished what it finished fiftieth, I think, as a wide yeah, or hold it was it fiftieth or no worse seventy second. Oh my god, he was just bad, so bad, and even wor- he had all the the situation was perfect. And I, I talked about this before, perhaps on another podcast, but. Everything I thought was going to lead to him being a wide receiver two, say you will, all worked out for him. He just couldn't perform. He just wasn't the player I thought he was. I didn't think he was anything special. I just thought on the Patriots as a wide receiver one for the first half of the season with Tom Brady, who also, you know, really failed us this year. It it all went to crap real quick. And uh, yeah, he was by far my worst, my worst pick in probably the last couple of years. Finished behind Robert Foster, Willie Sneed, Draquan Smith, Kendrick Bourne, Albert Wilson, who I think hasn't played since like week seven. Yeah, <laughs> He's been hurt. It was, it was so bad. It was, uh, yeah, not the greatest pick, but hey, we have them. I, I can't find any. I didn't have any bad ones. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe my, <laughs> I did pick, even though this, this one wasn't going to turn out anyway, my preseason award for MVP was Leonard Fournette. Eh. Yeah, I mean, what's, even with yeah. injury, it still it still wasn't a good call. I feel like, yeah, it, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, whatever. If he stayed healthy, he's probably in the mix in the top 10. It probably wouldn't have been a terrible pick. I mean, the same thing with mine. Injuries really did wipe out a ton of players. Like McKinnon was my, my and he got hurt right away. We'll never find out. Uh, a ton of wide receivers went down for me. Even O.J. Howard, who I thought was going to be a huge value pick, was until he got hurt halfway through the season. So it, it was an interesting year. It was all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, one of my, oh, geez. Yeah, I'm looking at, okay, that was a bad call on my part. My, <laughs> my preseason uh, running back ranks, I put Christian McCaffrey 16th um, behind Jarek McKinnon, Jay Ajayi, LaShawn McCoy, Devontae Freeman, Jordan Howard. Yeah, well, the, yeah. yeah, okay, Jordan Howard was another one. I mean, he finished 20th, which doesn't sound that bad, but, yeah, you know, I think we probably had him ranked too high. I know I definitely did. Yeah, I just thought there would be, the volume would be there, and in turn, he would be good because of that, but. Maybe not even good, but just have the volume and be solid. But he just wasn't very good, which is in a way strange because all of a sudden he is on a good team finally. A good team that plays defense and keeps scores low, you'd almost think, okay, the you know, that kind of running back would succeed there. And it just didn't happen. It's kind of strange how that how that worked out for him. But yeah, that's about you got any I, that's about all I have for awards. I don't know if I have any more. Looks I'm like. trying to think if there is, I mean, there's a million different ways you could go with it. But yeah, I mean, I think those are the the majority of, you know, the awards that you'd be really looking for. Uh, who is, was there anyone that was just the, and we kind of talked about it with MVP, but just as far as value pick went, even say, even if he only played well for this last half of the, or here, who was your best waiver pickup? That's a good one. Hmm, my best waiver pickup. Let's see who that, I mean. There was a ton at the end, which I, once again, early on, like I would have said at one point, it would have been probably Tyler Boyd for a bit. Uh, Tyler Boyd was one of those guys who did really well, kind of tailed off. Well, he did. He um, finished 17th though. I mean, for me personally, that was like the, be- there's better ones out there that other people would have, I mean, James Conner would have been a waiver wire and some, yeah. Philip Lindsay, obviously those yeah. kind of guys, yeah. you know, Nick Chubb, but you know, a lot of good players like Marlon Mack picked it up towards the end of the year. That would have been a, one of those guys that was pretty solid to get. I didn't happen to get any of those guys. So. Didn't didn't work out for me there. Right. There is, and notice the the funniest part about that is the the biggest waiver pickups. Which I mean, honestly, even though he only played a couple of weeks, Damian Williams probably won a mm-hmm. lot of people leagues. That's true. He'd be in the running, and I mean, there's there was a lot of guys right there in the last four or five weeks that really I mean, helped people that's win. In, like he he helped James win the title in our league. Yeah. Damien Williams plus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, really, really, that's what. <laughs> so, uh, oh, freaking a, right? It's been a while, but it still hurts, huh? Yeah, it, it will always hurt. <laughs> you never forget. Yeah, it's uh, shoot. I don't even think. I don't even know if we've we've hadn't even had a a show since I yeah I lost in our other league. I didn't get to tell the people that it was very disappointing. Lost to our buddy Joe. Oh my gosh! I actually noticed this as part. I totally disconnected after I lost to James. Uh, holy, you actually lost the finals? Yeah. To Joey? Yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Hogan, how in the world did you do that? He he's a three time champ. <laughs> Ow! Right. It hurts my pride so much. It, that that league is the wild west of fantasy. And he beat me by like twenty five. Dude, Deshaun that, Watson put up forty. That is hilarious, man. And actually, no, no, it's a, uh, 
Deshaun Watson, I do have to say this. He, he didn't uh, live up to the hype a lot of people gave him, but he did finish the fifth best quarterback. He, he kind of was all right. He was actually a, more of a consistent player than a boomer bust. Just look at these rosters. Tell me who should have won this game. So he has Deshaun Watson versus my Drew Brees. Okay, you can go either way, right? Yeah, sure. Running back wise, so he had the two running back spots. It would have been, let's say, let's go with um, Elv- he had Alvin Kamara. All right, stud. And John Kelly. <laughs> who was the backup to the backup. Gotta love that. My running backs would have been, well, in my official running back spots, Melvin Gordon and Joe Mixon. I, I should have beat him there. In our flex, he had Josh Reynolds. I had Zeke. <laughs> Wide receiver wise, he had well, he had Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Amari Cooper. I had Brandon Cooks, Stephon Diggs, T.Y. Hilton. Tight end, he had Jared Cook. I had George Kittle. Defense, he had Tennessee Titans. I had Chicago Bears. <laughs> and at kicker, he had Greg Zerline. I had Adam Vinatieri. How do I lose? Oh man, that dude, that is the playoffs in fantasy football. It is brutal. Right? Look at brutal, that. Brutal, what, brutal. Te- what was the better team? I mean, oh, you're, I mean, yours by far, but, and, and that's the crazy part when you come to one week. I mean, I think this is how NFL teams probably feel, but it comes to one week as anyone's game. Yeah. It just, oh, rough, man. Oh, I, I feel yeah. your pain. I'll win that some year, but all right. I think that'll do it for our return episode after a couple week break. We'll be back. We'll be back next week. What we'll talk about? I'm not actually sure. We'll start getting now, but we start. We'll start getting into some 2019 stuff already. You know, 2018's done. We don't need to talk about it anymore. It wasn't the. We didn't finish well. No. You did win a championship, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, one title. I'll take the one out of the three. And hey, let's be honest, you did a fabulous did. job, and you won a title on the the Instagram yes, slash. Yeah, the Instagram Twitter yeah, league. Thanks Twitter to uh, CJ Anderson. Actually, my my <laughs> really? CJ. I picked up CJ Anderson and played him, and that won the whole thing for me. That a boy, look at that, and that, yeah, so <laughs> I like it. That's why you stay in the waiver wire all all year, right till the end. And let's give but, uh, uh, let's give our champion uh, one more shout out, by the way, because that is a very difficult thing to do. Not only did he oh win yeah his, Owen yeah yeah so yeah I mean, shoot that's a tough thing to do. You got we had you had, first you have to win your league, which twelve team league, and then you got to so. Basically, what we had four leagues of twelve teams apiece, so you have to be the best out of forty-eight different teams. That's a pretty impressive feat, you know. Beat forty-seven other teams to win that thing. So I'm actually staring at the belt right now, and kind of sad. I have to go send that away. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to actually have someone earn the belt. He is yeah. actually the first ever person outside of us to win the fantasy football yeah, profit we, belt. Did win it. We won the title last year, so they took it from us this year. I don't know what next year. We'll we'll figure something yeah. out. I don't know. So hopefully, maybe it'll be a championship ring. Maybe it'll be something. Yeah. Probably not a belt. Hopefully, send us a send us a, a picture. I don't know what you're gonna do with the belt. For all I know, you're gonna you're gonna burn it in spite of us. But yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, congratulations, man. That is a that is a real deal because that is a, that's a rough uh, thing to get through all year. Yeah, we'll be we'll be gunning back to try to win that whatever whatever the award is next year. We'll go we'll try to win that thing back. And had a shot. I had a shot. I got into one title game out of four. We, we should win. We have four chances. We're in every league. We, we have the best chance, and we did not do it. <laughs> well, eh, next year. Next year. All right. That'll do it for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week.